Hello and welcome to day eight of our daily Advent readings. Today we anchor ourselves in this word, Counselor, which comes out of our reading, Hebrews 2. It's obvious, of course, that he didn't go all this trouble for angels. It was for people like us, the children of Abraham. That's why he entered every detail of the human life. Then when he came before God as a high priest to get rid of all the people's sins, he would have already experienced it all himself, all the pain, all the testing of being human, and would be able to help us where help is needed. It's the message version. But this idea of counselor. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and he will be called a wonderful counselor. In 1965, a series of memento films in the word of psychotherapy was re released titled Three Approaches to Psychotherapy, Volumes 1, 2, and 3, and it was later dubbed The Gloria Films. Directed and produced by a noted psychologist and psychotherapist, Everett Schulstrom, the film suggests and consists of three therapeutic sessions with three different therapists meeting one woman known as Gloria. The films were made to lift the shroud of secrecy that permeated professional psychotherapy. Textbooks gave loads of information on theories and such, but there was a scarcity of literature on what therapists actually said to clients during counseling sessions. These films let the viewer in on a real session between a therapist and a client, and they have been a source of education and discussion since their release. Before his se session with Gloria, the acclaimed therapist Carl Rogers laid out his philosophy on creating a particular climate necessary for good therapy to occur. He said that good counselors must ask themselves a series of questions before they start. Number one, can I be real in the relationship with a client? Real refers to the quality of genuineness that the client know that the counselor is not hiding anything. Number two, will I find myself prizing this person? I love the word here, prizing, because the invitation for the counselor to cherish the person as they truly are. Number three, will I be able to understand the inner world of this individual? Can the counselor move around the client's world and see life through their eyes? The goal of the counselor is to know the client's world of feelings and what it's like to be them so they can help them. And listen, I'm not a therapist, but I go to therapy. And my experience with good therapy is that the counselor has taken these types of questions to heart. Every good counselor has a heart of empathy for one situation and how they got there, but also a zeal for the individual to become healed from deep trauma and walk down the road to a restored and healthy self. At least that's what we pay them for. These questions remind me of the musings of this book of Hebrews where the offer uses a metaphor of a high priest in his interpretation of Jesus' life. A high priest was one who was selected every year to offer the atoning sacrifices for the entire nation. He had to take on the mantle of awareness of all A heavy burden to bear, for sure. What is interesting and the connections that the author makes between the high priest and Jesus is the qualities of such a go-between. The author states that the high priest can 
deal gently with the ignorant and misguided, since he himself has also been in weakness. He says Jesus was tempted like we are, and he is able to come to the aid of those who are tempted because of that. The author adds that we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. And thank God we don't. Because how could we ever experience deep therapy with one who could not understand what it's like to move around in our world and see it through our own eyes? It sounds like the goal of a good therapist and the goal of a successful high priest are the same. To prize the ones who are being healed. Rogers said that if these attitudes are present in the counselor, quite a number of things will happen in the session. The client will be free to explore their attitudes and feelings more deeply. The client will be able to uh, discover hidden aspects of themselves that they weren't aware of before. In feeling prized by the counselor, the client will come to a deeper understanding of themselves. Also, if the client senses a realness in the counselor, they'll be able to be a little bit more real with themselves. Feeling that some of their meanings are understood, the client will be readily available to listen to themselves and to their experiences to find some of the meanings they hadn't been able to catch before. From disapproving of themselves, the client will move to a great acceptance of themselves. You see, the author of Hebrews summarizes his comparison of Jesus and the good high priest with an invitation. He ends saying, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace and help in our time of need. And I can't help but think of this as the perfect description of some of my most healing therapy sessions. A space where I was seen, I was heard, I was prized, and I was understood, and they allowed me to enter into a terrain of freedom in which I could experience healing and movement towards a holistic restoration. So maybe this Advent we can see the incarnation of Jesus as the way he is answering these questions as a wonderful counselor. He became human, so we would know he had nothing to hide. He lived in a complicated world so he could relate to the complexity of being in our world. His name is God with us so we would know we are prized and in that feeling of being prized we would come to a deeper prizing of ourselves. So may grace for human weakness allow you to become who you were born to be.